0: You are back and tuned in to Community Connections with Joyce Harvin. Up next on today's show is former State Representative Carl Williams. He tells us about the recent Supreme Court vote, one person, one vote, and gives encouragement to us all to get out and vote in this election season. Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to Community Connections, community talk for community people. I'm Joyce Harvin. And with me this morning, I have a state representative from the 95th District, Carl Williams, and we always want to give him his props because he was our first African-American to be elected in that position. Good morning, Carl.
1: Good morning, Joyce.
0: Now, we know that you're no longer the representative, but we know that you have been in that position and you know all about it.
1: Well, hopefully, I do. Yes, I, you, I do. Try yes to keep you do. Up.
0: I don't think there's a question that I've asked you, Carl, you know, since you've been out of office that you could not answer for me. And I really appreciate that. I uh, wanted to have you come on the show and let's talk about the recently um, upheld vote that the United States Supreme Court, in the absence of one Supreme Court member, there was a unanimous vote to uphold. Uh, some voting rights and it's one person, one vote. And what I want to talk about this morning is what that means across the country and what it means right here in the Saginaw area.
1: It it means, Joyce, a a few things. First of all, um, it deals with drawing districts for for all legislative districts Mm -hmm. except for the United States Senate. So it definitely, uh, that decision definitely affects the United States period. What, what it will potentially do for people. Uh, it was called uh, one person, one vote. Mm-hmm. And what that basically means is just under the protection of the law, basically a person would have the right, one person would have the right to one vote and that they would be uh, assured of this. But what has happened lately some people out of Texas. It was actually a group out of Texas called the Project of Fair Representation. It's headed up by a fellow named Edward Bloom. We we might remember him because this is a a, a quote-unquote conservative uh, legal non-profit organization that basically levels legal attacks on legislative pillars uh, of civil rights movements. uh, The highest profile victory that this organization headed by this man had was the gutting of the Voting Rights Act. He was leading that. Leading. Yeah, uh-huh. so, and so he was leading this also. Fortunately for America, um, on May 4th, the Supreme Court shot this down. Now, we have to also remember that before the death of Justice Scalia, um, there was always a swing vote on the conservative side. What you got now, it's almost, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, it is even Stephen. That is why it is so important that people get out and vote because whoever is put in Supreme Court to replace Scalia Mm -hmm. is going to determine a lot of things, especially when it comes to civil rights. And I'll go in further and say that the next president will probably place Two or three justices mm-hmm. on the court. So people, if they care about their rights and stuff, they need to be sure and get out and vote for who they think will put somebody on that court that is going to be looking out for their rights.
0: Now, now, Carl, you say that because of the age of the sitting Uh, Justices currently.
1: That has something to do with it, and we've had a couple just said, I've I've had enough, it's ready for me to go home and Mm -hmm. just retire. But age, you're right, age is primarily the motivator for people to come off the court.
0: And the other thing I want to make sure that you're talking about the April 4th vote.
1: It was April 4th. Yeah, Yeah, on April 4th, uh, the decision was made, Joyce, on this case, and what it basically spoke to was these people that put the challenge before the the court wanted to say that we want every person who voted to count in terms of drawing districts if a person didn't vote we don't want them counted and that is not the way we've always done, done it. Right, One of right. the critical reasons that we try to convince people how important it is to be counted during the census mm-hmm. is that every 10 years legislative districts are supposedly redrawn right. according to population shifts. Right. and. They are saying now that, that we don't want that anymore. We don't want it according to population shifts. We want it according to who voted. Who voted. Now, if they if they had okay. if they had gotten their way with that, children would have been eliminated in terms of counting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have been to prison, uh, may have been elated. Right, some that's right. Some people who are mentally, mentally challenged may have been eliminated. Bottom line for it, no matter how much they deny it, is that if this had passed, it would have been more advantageous for rural districts, which are mostly white Mm -hmm. and conservative. Okay. And it would have been a negative for our urban centers, which are mostly consistent of people of color. Right. Uh, It has been said before, and when you see this, you can see how clearly it could happen if some people have their way in redistricting and redrawing the districts. You could have a day that we could vote all we wanted to in a certain party mm-hmm. wouldn't make any difference. None
0: whatsoever. No,
1: because the districts would be drawn in such a way, and this is one of them, in such a way that I don't care how you vote, one party's going to win, and Flint shows us the damage of having one party in complete control in a state mm-hmm. legislature if, and in our, and our federal government. If you so don't
0: understand that, sure. that, just take a good look yes. at Flint yes. and look At what has happened. Yes. And we do not want that. We do not want that. So it's very important that you get out to vote. Right. Go and vote. You have registered to vote. Now exercise your right to vote. We've registered so many people, but it's getting them to the polls. It's
1: getting them to the polls.
0: And then, Carl, in another four years, we're going to be, the census will be taking place again. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And so we need to make sure that we are, filling out those census questionnaires and Mm -hmm. making sure that everyone is counted so that we can get the votes that we need Per this, right. not that what we need, but that we are entitled to under this Supreme Court ruling.
1: Right. We we have to we have to really get our brains around the fact that we cannot afford to be apathetic. Mm-hmm. We, we we cannot say, well, you know, I'll only vote in general elections or no, I'll no, no, we cannot at this that. time because we we're not making the connection with how important vote affects voting affects our lives and the quality of it. Hopefully the one silver lining again in all this mess down in Flint, the one silver lining hopefully is that people now are starting to make the connection of what happens if you don't vote.
0: If you don't vote. If you trace it back, if you tie it back, it goes to who we voted for.
1: One party in complete power. In
0: complete that's right. Uh-huh. One party in complete power. Absolute right. power
1: Corrupts Cor- absolutely.
0: Absolutely, Corrupts. absolutely. I keep trying to tell people that. And, well, what do you mean? Well, so then I have to try to explain it, Carl.
1: Well, you remember um, the, a lot of this started, and friends started, because of the placement of emergency managers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if you remember before that, that was voted on whether the state wanted emergency managers, whether for cities or education. And two to one, we said no. We said no. Six weeks later, it was lost. Right to work, same thing.
0: And that was because there were more people of one party. Complete
1: power. They changed a couple of words and and ran it through because it was absolute power. Absolute power is not good for any party.
0: I don't think that that people are going to let that happen this time around, Carl.
1: Hopefully they won't because one of the other things that's important is this was a victory for a lot of us coming out off the Supreme Court. Uh, the one person, one vote. But if you read carefully what happened there, even though everyone concurred with it, there were two justices uh, who said some things that, that raises a concern right, for, right. for you. And,
0: and
1: I believe one of those was Thomas, right? It surely was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> surely that's it right. sure was. I think it was Alito and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both basically said, well, oh, you know, this still basically will leave it up to the states what they do. And that should be a warning sign for us. Because if they're saying things like that, then they will probably try and go after the states to change their laws. You know, slavery wasn't enacted by the feds. It was the states that did it. That did it. It was the states that Mm -hmm. did it. Mm -hmm. The trouble that we're having now with obstacles to people voting, it's coming out of the states. It's coming out of the states. As I said, one of the victories that this particular group had before they failed on this was they gutted the Voting Rights Act, took Sections 4 and 5 out out. and gutted them out. Mm -hmm. And already in Wisconsin, Arizona, and North Carolina, we see obstacles being put in the way. Being put in the way. And, I, and it's more states than that. But those three in particular are going to cause pro- it's going to cause problems in the general election because they've lined it up.
0: I, I've heard that there is a there there's a a court case going on, a court battle that's going on because there's this 82 year old woman who was born uh, uh, through a midwife assisting, and she does not have a. Birth certificate. certificate. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they will not let her go and vote. I believe that's in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They will not let her go. So there is a big court battle that's going on about that one particular thing. And I hope that they will succeed in getting that overturned because that's just terrible. She's been voting all this time. But since they enacted those, Mm -hmm. put up those barriers to keep us from voting, then she's fallen in there.
1: And what people have to remember is those folks that put those managers in Mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. They're perfectly happy when the other party doesn't vote. They're perfectly happy because there's a plan. There's a plan and plan is what you see in Michigan. It's total control. It's total control. When we when we worry about our schools, uh, whether Saginaw High or Arthur Hill is going to close, BV close. when we worry about funding for our schools, when we worry about a lot of things, we don't make the connection that this has to do with, with formulas for school funding. Absolutely, absolutely. And guess who determines that? The people who are in control. In and control. In
0: That's right. That's and right. And you've
1: got to put... Whoever you think will look out for your responsibility there. You know, Joyce, we've uh, for a long time we've tried to tell people the importance of it. People don't have a choice anymore. They have to vote.
0: Did you see the new did you see last Sunday's newspaper, Carl? They did a big expose on the thirty two thousand families that were that hit the welfare limit. This was put in place <laughs> by the people in Lansing. And people there are young mothers with babies who cannot stay on welfare they Mm -hmm. reach reached their limit Mm
1: -hmm. okay
0: and all of these rules and regulations legislation was put in place by
1: those in uh, power
0: those in power okay and so you have to think about these things when i saw this headline on, on section c of our our local paper i said okay everybody needs to be reading this they did a pretty good Lay out on this, but they need to read it and understand how it affects them. And this should make you think about voting, making sure that you have everything in place and know where you're going to vote and who you're going to vote for. And who
1: you're going to vote for. And vote for those people that you feel will look out for your interest.
0: Interests, that's right.
1: Because other people are putting people in there that definitely look out for Right, that's right.
0: That's absolutely right. And,
1: and, and you cannot afford to do that. Joyce, I, I also wanted to, and we can come back to this, okay? Uh, if you like, but I also didn't want to miss talking about another uh, a piece uh, that, to me, uh, it, it gets kind of sensitive.
0: Carl, let's uh, before you get into that piece, Carl. We need to take a short break right here, and then we'll come back. You're listening to Community Connections. I'm Joyce Harvin. My, my guest this morning is Carl Williams. He's a former 95th District representative. He's here with me this morning, and we're talking about all things that are kind of political. All we're, things
1: political. That's right.
0: We're, we're talking about the vote that uh, was upheld by the Supreme Court and how that affects our area, and you are voting public. We want you to know about it. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People.